East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I am Mario. Just kidding. I'm Les. Who can tell? Hi, I'm Mario Kiki. Welcome back to another <laughs> episode of East and West. That's why you do the intros, because I think I, I have this weird, um, I, that's why I don't do like karaoke or intro, I don't, I don't know. I, I have well, I mean, I don't do music. karaoke either, just to save everybody from like having to run out of the room listening to me sing. Well, fun fact, I grew up singing. I do have the gift right. of song. But I, oh. when I do when I do karaoke, I imitate the artist that I, I'm karaoke-ing. I'm just well, isn't that what you're supposed to do, I feel like? Apparently, it's against the rules because I have a talent. And so if I out-sing Adele, people get mad at me. It's like, listen, <laughs> Luann right. may not be Adele, but Mario can carry Mario a tune, is. Honey. Mario <laughs> exactly. can carry a tune. How are you? How was your week? We, we, we took off a week because of Fourth of July. Right. Um, so, and lots have happened in Bravo world and our world. How oh, was your, so much. How was your holiday? My holiday was good. Uh, we went to the Bahamas. We went to Atlantis, uh, Darren, me, our kids, and my oldest son's girlfriend. And we had a really fun time. And did you see, I don't know. Was, did you see Juicy Joe? You know what? I didn't. That's <gasps> the first time I've been to the Bahamas and like the last three times that I haven't seen him or heard he was there somewhere so yeah no he wasn't around and I was in the casino till pretty late some nights but he I didn't see him I'm gonna need you to just be on the lookout the next time you're there so you can get a quick interview oh I will just ask him like three questions be like listen humor me humor me that's well I think I'm gonna start taking the tiny microphone when I get them for us I'm just gonna start taking it everywhere because you (laughs) never know when you can find a soundbite could you imagine just walking around with a microphone? Oh, hey. Um, I love it. Be like, hey girl, how you doing? I had a decent I had a I mean, my holiday, it was a freaking Tuesday this year. So it's like, right, what the hell are we supposed to do? And then I don't like to socialize anyway with people most of the time. <laughs> so, but most of them were like, Oh, let's hang out. So I did spend time with family and um I over buy stuff and my cousins shout out to cousin louie i'm a, i'm mm-hmm. giving him a i'm giving him a shout out because he claims he listens so i'm gonna see if he tells me i heard my shout out but anyway <laughs> i bought there was only like maybe 20 of us and i say only because if you're mexican you know that 20 people is a little bit but um uh i showed up with like 60 hot dogs no joke and my okay. mom was like what are you doing bringing all this food? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You said bring freaking hot dogs. food. Right. And so, and then I saw when I was shopping for dressings, I saw the skinny girl dressing <laughs> on the, I almost bought it, but I don't know. Okay. If it's, I don't know. I, I didn't want to pay. It was $12. Are you serious? $12 for skinny girl dressing. I don't know who in Bethany's world is doing the pricing. And I That's know inflation. Yeah, and I know inflation is crazy, whatever, we're all trying to make it work. But when I saw that it was $12, I was like, nah, Bethany, you done lost me. You were in a grocery store alone. I don't know if she approves pricing. And I, you know, she always promotes her dressing. And I'm like, oh, I can get this dressing for my salad. And then I saw that it was 12. I was like, nah. No, that's insane. Check Amazon, see if it's cheaper there or something. Yeah. And listen, I I support other women. And so (laughs) 
as do I. I have never bought her dressing, but Darren bought it once and it was in my refrigerator for a while. I didn't try it because I'm not like a poppy seed dressing girl. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a thousand islands balsamic. I really, you know, it's there's something Bethany's always talking about branding and I just love that logo. I love the little skinny girl logo. Yeah. And I think it's cute. And I'm like, oh, let me try her dressing. But nah, I'm not paying $12. No way. Dressing. Like I'm I've had not- that popcorn. I have the popcorn. Yeah, my Good. my roommate. Yeah. My, my roommate and me love the skinny girl popcorn. Not sponsored. Bethany sent us some free popcorn. Right. But exactly. um, <laughs> but no, I think that um, I I did that, and then I just relaxed a lot. I slept a lot. I caught up on my sleep. Good. Um, and that's these are things you look forward to as you get older. Because as a kid, we hated nap times. Now I love nap times. Oh my god! What is the best thing when somebody cancels plans with you and you're like, "Oh, oh my, my god! I can put my pajamas god. back on." The other day, and I hope the person that I had plans with doesn't hear this, but <laughs> I was literally getting ready to go, and a text came in from this person, and and when I saw their name come up, my visceral reaction was, "Please be canceled." <laughs> right, right, right. There are certain people. Yes, yes. And then. But then this person was like, hey, see you later. And I was like, son of a bitch. But I mean, listen, I went out. I had a great time. Good. See, sometimes you do. But I was just, you get that nothing. Listen, I've only ever heard this joke, but like, as far as like canceled plans gives you the same high as heroin. I've never done heroin. Oh my God, the serotonin rush. It's like, oh, thank God they canceled. But whatever, I'm going to say though, like you had a good time and whenever I really want plans to be canceled, then I go out and end up having a good time. So, yeah, you know, but, but it is so joyous. It's joyous to just do nothing sometimes. But, um, speaking of Bethany, before we talked about canceled plans, I'm excited Mm -hmm. because tomorrow, Sunday, July 16th, I'm going to put it in the official record. Yes. We get a brand new cast. First time ever being done on an established franchise, The Real Housewives of New York City. We have yeah. six new women. Let's let's read off their taglines because the taglines came Good. out while we were off. Yes. So there's one, two, three. Four. Yeah, there's, is there five or six? One, two, three, four, five. There was a sixth one. I think she I dropped one. out. Remember? Wait, oh, there are there, did we miss one? Let's see. Because oh yeah, I missed one. Sorry. Okay. I just okay. Found it. All okay. right. So why don't you? There was start a as... seventh one actually, and she dropped out. And she dropped out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I heard. Now why I wonder she if we're going to see her at all on this. Probably not. I guess they had to edit her out, but it must have been yeah, bad. I, it was pretty bad. Um, the gossip I heard. Well, let's read the taglines. Yeah, and let's then do that. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about the show and let's do it. Let's Perfecto. lead us off with my favorite one. I gave you my favorite one. Oh, Miss Bryn Whitfield, who I already told her I'm a stan. Y'all. I love to laugh, but make me mad and I'll date your dad. That, that's <laughs> perfect. I love it. I'm like, she sounds like every gay man I know. No. <laughs> um, and then we have Aaron. Her name is Aaron. I don't know how to say her last name. Litchy, Licky. Litchy, Licky. Aaron's Licky. tagline is I'm a true New Yorker. The only bull I'll take is by the horns. Okay. Ah, listen. Okay. It reminds me of uh, Heather Thompson's. Yes. Like, yes. You know, they love telling us where they're from. Like, listen, we know what city we're watching. All right. Right. Exactly. And you're going to tell us 20 times on the show. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a born and bred. 
I'm, right. So, I mean, why do we yeah. need to know in the tagline? Don't so then we have Miss Jenna Lyons, who I think is fabulous. I saw, like, I saw them at the premiere party, I guess, and she was wearing jeans, but like it, they're all in gowns, but her outfit was just like, it's true her, you can tell. I don't know her yet, but like, it's just, she looked fabulous. Like, and people are like, this is what we're getting. Yeah, we'll this talk, is what we're we'll getting. Talk about, yeah. We'll talk about the complainers. We'll talk about the that, tagline. yes. Okay, so Jenna, my lashes may be fake, but I definitely keep it real. Okay. That reminded me of Heather Dubrow. Um, I may be married to a plastic surgeon, but I'm 98%, 98% real. 98% real, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what does it say about us that we remember taglines? Listen, we're Bravo Holly. Oh, judge hello. What does it say about us that we have our own taglines? Thank you, Carly. Uh, <laughs> Jessel. Jessel's tagline is, I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault you don't have any taste. Okay. That reminds me of Ramona. Yes. Which I'm, was, what I'm was it? It was, I'm, I'm an acquired, acquired taste. taste. Don't, don't like me? me? Get some taste. taste. <laughs> <laughs> We're so stupid. Oh right. boy. Okay. And Go then ahead. we have Cy De Silva. In New York, there's a lot of bad apples, but I'm the baddest of the bunch. We'll just see about that, Miss Cy De Silva. <laughs> and lastly, we have Uba or Yuba. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing. The secret ingredient darling it's me i love that i like that i always want to use the word darling but i it never comes off right from me like. and you know the word darling is um i have it synonymous with luann de Lesseps, and so yes. i i don't know if uh, this housewife watched the show but i'm like you know what i love a little good uh darling in there i don't know i end up sounding like um what's her name the country singer <laughs> darling dolly parton i always uh <laughs> Darling. We watched we watched Steel Magnolias last weekend. And oh, I, was I watched like, it with Ethan. He had never seen it. He loved it. My roommate had never seen it either. What the hell? <laughs> that's Steel- funny. We were probably watching it at the same time. That's really justice funny. for Steel Magnolias. But anyway, but that's why anytime I try to say darling, I always mm-hmm. feel like I sound southern. So I'm like, I know, me too. I know. <laughs> but um, they've been getting a lot of good press. Jenna spoke with um, cosmopolitan and she says the original uh roni was -hmm. trying to capture this aspirational upper east side in club and there's nothing wrong with that but it doesn't speak to all of new york she said new york has always been a little grittier and cooler than just the upper east side um that's that's very that's a good shady answer erin agreed (laughs) and she threw a little shade right she said the woman before us how do i say this nicely they're grown. I work like crazy. I have three kids. I balance it all. New York is filled with hustling moms. And I just think it's something cool to show. And so uh, we do have our very first Indian housewife ever. And that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's Miss Jessel. She's the first Indians cast member. She noted that she wanted to use the show to break down any religious stereotypes that are frequently plagued the Middle Eastern community, specifically women. She said, quote, I'm the first Indian housewife ever to be mm-hmm. cast in the franchise. And I love to be the first. I'm Hindu and Uba is Muslim. And there are certain taboo topics for women to come that come from these communities. She said she really wanted to come and eradicate some of that stigma. For Jenna, she said it was equally important to show the LGBTQ plus representation on the show, as well as gay women in business specifically. Yes. She said, I'm not going to lie. I have a business. I'm doing this for a specific reason to connect to people and to have them care about who you are. Also, other than Ellen or Rachel Maddow, there's not a lot of gay representation on TV. <laughs> I mean, listen, she's not yeah. lying. No, she's not lying. 
Jenna is very power lesbian energy and I love it. I'm here for it. I don't know if she's a lesbian. I'm sorry for labeling. She her. is a lesbian. All right. Um, good for her, but... She is. And the way she got outed, I, we see in a preview was by the press. That is such a real page TV. six. Yeah. That's such a sex in the city callback or like real, totally. uh, real reality store problems. It's like, oh my God, like somebody outed me. Yada, yeah. Yada. And but honestly, they did- Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, I really like that they're showing something other than the Upper East Side because there is a lot going on in New York. And we like to see downtown, too. I mean, I I think that that's what um, the OG series got so comfortable doing is just sticking to one borough. And it was funny. Like, now I'm going to give some historical context to any non-Bromie watchers. But Bethany, remember, when she used to fight with uh, Kelly Ben-Simone, she said, Kelly lives in in the Upper East Side. And she thinks this is the only world that exists. She thinks she's so famous. (laughs) And so it was just hilarious to hear that that's really where the show stayed, unfortunately. But I'm excited for the uh, new franchise. I'm excited for the city. So many people took this like they ran with this narrative that it's gonna ruin the show it's over yeah. i hate these women like they are they not haven't even watched it yet nobody has watched it like other than the snippets which by the way i enjoyed the little previews we got i me too i get so ir- like to me and maybe i'm just old but if you <laughs> what is that old adage if you don't have anything nice to say <laughs> keep your fucking mouth shut as we're sitting here talking, I don't think that's the actual quote, but that's my quote. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's a little crazy because I feel like if you're a true housewives fan, first of all, let's, let's point out that we deal with evolution on this show. We evolve with whatever's coming. We evolve and we're going to, we're going to watch it no matter what. We're not going to be these people on Twitter bashing it. And Oh my God, I'll never watch. And how dare they? No, I want new blood in there. That's what we need. And that's what makes this an actual reality show. It's not, we're not dealing is, with the past. To me, what's frustrating about this this side of the fan base is they were bitching and moaning when we had season 13, when we had, mind you, season 13 was Ramona, Luann, Sonia. So we had the established people. They were complaining, I'm so tired of them. I hate this show. Mm-hmm. And my favorite go-to line, which is the biggest lie I've ever heard is, I missed the class on this show. What shows oh, were you please. ever? <laughs> what shows were you ever watching that were classy there was and class? Ass- like, yeah. And if you are looking at these women, and no shade because they're messy, mm-hmm. but like they always like to say that about Beverly Hills. I missed the class that this show. Like season one and two. Season two had suicide. I don't know how that's class, but that's just my perception. Exactly. And like, and why? They want to see the Chanel bags. I could walk over to the mall. Go to the mall. Chanel go bags. Like, I don't place. care. Oh I could go in my closet and see some. I don't like, I, I like that stuff too, but we need some drama. We, it can't just be only about their opulence. And like, it's got to be about something going on. There has, there is a story there. At this point in the game, we're almost 20 years in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is hard to believe sometimes, but <laughs> 20 years in the game, me and Leslie, we are OG watchers. And so we have some credibility here. But I think it's this new fan base who joined later in the game, mm-hmm. don't understand, and who take everything personal. Right. They don't that. understand the formula. Yeah. It's for your entertainment. If you are not entertained, nobody's making you watch. And so that's all right. I'm going to say. I mean, the world would be a better place if that's really 
literally all I was ever going to say. But honestly, but I think they're going to watch. And they have to, like, listen, I, if it's boring, I will have no issue saying I'm bored. This is boring. No. Um, because I, a lot of people were like, oh, Dubai looks so boring. And I enjoyed Dubai. Like, I don't think. Yeah. So, it, I, is just, right. Ugh. It was, I watched it. I ended up, like, I started watching it and I was like half watching. And so I waited until all the episodes were available. And then I just binged it in a day. And I really liked it that way. I don't know why. Like, for some reason, it just struck me better that way. But. I, I, these people are liars. They're going to be watching, to quote Vicky Gumbelson, the great Vicky Gumbelson, liar face. <laughs> liar You're going to watch. You're going to watch. Like, I, and then we I, have the I, other housewives on the ultimate girls trip. So, and I crappy especially, I especially love when people post. I I, oh, I wish I could, I would have saved this tweet so I can call them out. I know, we should but start I doing I, that. <laughs> I sent you that screenshot. This person had literally a list of reasons oh, why yes. I'm not watching Please. this show. The it's drama. like, who, who broke up with you? Like, who right. is, you are this upset, this, this mad. It's I mean, hilarious. we take it seriously, but they really are like, think they're, you know, personal. Oh yeah, I live by this shit. Don't get me wrong. Like, I right. take it seriously. I do think it's great. It's fabulous. But at the end of the day. <laughs> Come on. I know. It's just it's the housewives. Shout out to our friend Mikey who was like, get a grip to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mikey. I know. Like, I was cackling when I saw the thread that Mikey sent us, and I was like, are you I know. serious? I know. I know. Like, this is I real know. Life. Oh my God. But anyway, back to New York. And I hope y'all loved our little segue bashing the fans. <laughs> um, Jessel Tank addressed her premiere party fiasco. Homegirl vomited at the premiere party. I want to say, uh, we'll I'll, we'll discuss what, what actually <laughs> happened. I want to say the way fans, myself included, reacted to hearing that somebody barfed in public and hearing that this new housewife barfed in public, we celebrated that shit. Like we heard somebody discovered oil. I know. We sat there and yeah. were like, oh my God, how exciting. She's going to be a mess. How Nobody cared that if she was okay. That she was ill. We assumed that this girl just got drunk in public and we were living for it. My we first like, thought. Yeah. Yeah. She I vomited like on the stairs. She didn't even go in the bathroom. She vomited like out in the open in the rainbow room for God's sake. Oh my God. And then she said, I wish I was drunk. Unfortunately, just a stomach bug guys, nothing to see here. Apparently she, yeah. Like you said, she became ill upon arrival mm -hmm. where multiple eyewitnesses said she threw up in the bathroom on the rug near the venue stairs. She looked pale. She wasn't smiling. She looks pale as fuck in this picture that I'm looking at right now. I'm just going to say. I mean, she looks amazing. Her dress is very cool, but she looks a little oh, green. Oh, my yeah. God. Apparently, she was holding her stomach and her hand over her mouth. Like, that's more. I don't God, think I've ever. Awful. I don't think I've ever thrown up in public. Let me knock on wood. But just the, the fact that throwing up is not fun for anybody. But the fact that now she's, now she's the housewife that threw up. And, like, that's. Right, like, exactly. Like, like, oh, girl, Jessel. I, but I was hilarious how people were excited that she barfed. Like, I hoped I get that, you know, I get that reaction. <laughs> if I ever throw up in public, please celebrate me. Like, I want to be celebrated. <laughs> I've once had right. a crawl out of a restaurant, but I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I was going to say, who among us has not been in a moment where you're a messy drunk sometimes? All of us. We've all been there. Don't if lie. You don't, don't lie. Don't sit there telling them lies. Unless you're like, not a drinker or don't drink. 
in which fine. case I, you know, we've all it. vomited. <laughs> no, but I've seen some messy ass people. Like I've seen former friends of mine bark in public where I'm just like, oh my god, and and something about the smell of vomit just doesn't sit right with me. And well, just, okay. I would hope so, you know, but it just, because it makes people vomit with them. And I, right. Exactly. Exactly. Luckily I vomited in a car in in Darren's car one night we were coming home and our friends were in the backseat and I had the dreaded white jeans on. This is probably why I hate white jeans because I, you know, yelled at Shannon for wearing them. So I just, I couldn't help it. We're just driving home. I didn't even know it was coming and just all over me, all over me. I have to segue. My cousin Alba texted me and she goes, I'm wearing white jeans and now I feel insecure because <laughs> Leslie called him out. on the, And I all I replied was, as you should be, because those are me. <laughs> no, Alba, it's okay because I only call them out on Shannon because I feel like it's her uniform and she's got to like pick something else, please. <laughs> and And just don't wear white jeans to an amusement park or on an airplane because then you're stuck with a stain on your ass all day. That's always my no, fear. No, for sure. I, I, that's why I always wear black because I love, it's easy. It's my uniform. My coworkers right. at work are like, we don't have to wear a uniform, <laughs> Mario. You can wear color. I'm like, no, I'm no, going to stick to no, what I know. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, speaking of being on the East coast and making poor choices, um, Little Miss Potomac is filming this was all over my Twitter feed. A physical altercation occurred mm-hmm. at a Potomac event involving Ashley Darby's friend Deborah, aka Sesame Street, <laughs> uh, as Candace Dillard aptly named her last season, and Wendy's new friend. I, I sorry, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Kiana, Kiana, Kiana. Kiana. Yeah, I'm just going to say Stuart. The shocking incident was allegedly an all-out brawl. Now I already know who leaked this because you know the one thing Beverly Hills taught us is who is the article speaking of in a positive way and according to this uh leaked article it says mm-hmm. Deborah beat up Kiana and I'm like oh so Deborah's out here telling people that she beat up this girl because De- it makes Deborah look like right right now the most offensive part of this entire incident mm-hmm. is that this event took place at a night where Ashley Darby uh-huh and and Giselle Bryant are launching a clothing line. <laughs> that is <laughs> the fact that these two women. Now, listen, Ashley yeah. is, Ashley's not as much of a, a menace with her clothing like Giselle. Right. But for Giselle to have the audacity, the lack of self-awareness, to lean into this idea that she can tell people what to wear. Maybe that's why that's, they fought. <laughs> yeah, that's real bad. <laughs> I mean, is everything like yellow and feathery? Like, I can't even. I. Her and Garcelle should get together and do a clothing line. That's the, uh, like, are you depressed? Let's go to Giselle's clothing line party and feel better about ourselves, (laughs) darling. Because I could not imagine going to anything. Like, I love Giselle on the show. But listen, that like Karen Huber once said, I need um, uh, Exetrin for her fashions because they're so offensive. (laughs) Ambush makeover. (laughs) And so anyway, according to the production insider, they said Deborah and Candice were talking crap to each other all night mm-hmm. candace was apparently confronting deborah about what she said last season about chris kiana walked up got involved and then kiana allegedly threw the first punch before quote deborah ate kiana up deborah definitely won according to this article girl deborah listen i already didn't like her last season because oh of i her, hated her yeah her 
that fake uh, allegation that Chris flirted with her. Chris that was literally ridiculous. Just- <laughs> yeah, we saw the receipts. <laughs> there were none. Yeah, it was very, she was very cringy last season for that reason mm-hmm. only. But now that she's out here trying to get a, what do they carry? A flu, a sh- whatever they carry. Oh my God. I'm like, girl, I hope you're at least getting paid for this because you were looking foolish. She, she's not though. She's not an official castmate, it says. And she was just there supporting Ashley. So like, she's so desperate. I hope Ashley Venmoed her or something because you are embarrassing yourself. And the one thing fans yeah. are on Twitter are ruthless and they're going to come for her. And yeah. maybe she just loves the attention. I don't know. But Probably. I also am not a fan of physical altercations on these shows. Like, I, No, me neither. I don't like that. I don't like when they get physically like... Now, there's one thing to like throw a glass, you know, flip a table. We've all been there. Right. <laughs> Kyle, I think, grabbed Brandy. Like, that That I'm okay with because there's... I've I've grabbed yeah. before. Yeah, I mean, listen, we all have our moments. <laughs> Those are what we call moments. Right. When Tamara threw a glass of wine at Gina's face. Iconic. Right. Iconic. Well, and we'll discuss Miss Tamara, but she is, you know, <laughs> the ultimate housewife. So, Listen, but yeah. I don't like, I don't like the hitting and the hair pulling and no, like, I don't, sometimes I understand it. Yes. I do understand it. Do I, I'm not passing judgment, but I'm not condoning it. You know what I mean? No. So I don't condone it. I'm not passing judgment. No, so, we don't condone violence here at East and West. I sure don't. And I don't like when they hit each other, like with, um, oh, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I don't, because uh, to me, it's like we're supposed to be here to argue. And yeah, now listen, listen, I, I know that you'll find my old tweets where I said I understood Monique's reaction to Candace in the winery mm-hmm. season five. I, all I said was, I get it. Do I condone it? No. no. But I don't like when it gets there. It's just so Mm-mm. dark and it's so it, It's too dark, yeah. Now, the this article also said that they were not filming when this happened. Apparently, cameras went down. Mm-hmm. So I hope they don't... I mean, they're going to talk about it, obviously, because it's, of uh, course. it's been all over. But the less attention we can give these people that desperately want to be on the show... Famous, unless. Yeah. Listen, they might prove me wrong and be good on the show this season. Uh, you're only as good as this week's episode, as Tamara and Teddy say. But um, it's it comes off, and it's it's sinking the the day class. It's <laughs> the it's show. Day class A. It's day class. Ramona would say. Where is Karen Huger? Karen Huger would never sit mm-hmm. there and like swing no. at somebody. I mean, no, 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 no. Unless your name is uh, Sharice, then maybe. But other <laughs> yes, than that. I did the, <laughs> exactly. That's the exception to the rule. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Potomac wraps up filming this weekend. Apparently that's the gossip I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm as estimating a fall premiere along with Beverly Hills. That's also filming. Yes. We are being fed. Before we move on, did you watch Crappy Lake? I know we're going to do a full recap. I did watch Crappy Lake. I thought it was hilarious. Um, And I'm like, I laugh at things and I think things are funny, but I'm not a huge, like, I will laugh out loud. Just like, and I feel like I'm copying Andy right now because he said the same thing. But sometimes I can think something's funny and be completely entertained and not be like crying laughing. But I was hysterical at this show. And that's the thing too. I... I don't, I I mean, yeah, I have a good cackle, but I was, I cackled a few times because they, Mm -hmm. these two women were perfect. Sonia and Luann were perfect for this because they just leaned into the concept. They 
were like, we're here, we're going to have a good time. Right. And they did not take themselves seriously. Luann's mm-hmm. evolution on this franchise and where she's at right? now compared to season From one. Season Luanne, one and two. Oh, oh, she was writing the manners book. Yeah. When Insane. she told Bethany, tell the driver, I'm Mrs. Dellis Epps. You do not. I know. <laughs> Nuts, Luann. Oh my God, how dare you call me how Luann? Dare you. I've heard people theorize that they might do this with other wives. I don't know if they will be as um, game as Sonia and Luann. Yeah. yeah, because they are just going for it. Yeah, and they it, were made for it. They were made, they don't. They're funny. They're just naturally, mm-hmm. their chemistry. I was cracking up. And then what made me laugh is that they were expecting, the town was expecting A-list celebrities. I know. Like <laughs> Jessica Alba, and maybe it'll be this celebrity. And I'm just like, girl. Wait, somebody wanted Vin Diesel. Like that I, was so random. <laughs> it's so random. I I get it. I've been craving Mr. Diesel since I was in high school. I get it. But like, why would Vin Diesel be coming to your town? Like it just that seemed is- weird. And then so I asked, like Andy was asking for questions on Watch What Happens Live for them. So I asked one and my question, speaking of this, was did the townspeople know who you were? And they asked my question that night and they said that, yes, they did. Some of them did. Some of them didn't like. So I'm sure people watch Housewives there. So my favorite part of Andy asking your questions, I'm going to brag, is when he said, "Mommy Rue, our friend." I'm like, yes. "Oh, he knows he little Miss Leslie." That's nice. He Thank you, Andy. We love listen, you, Andy. Listen, we're just we're fans, but we're friends to some. So yes. that's all. We'll, yes. That's all we'll say. We're friends to um, many. We're friends to many. Speaking of friends to many and friends to none, uh-huh. um, Raquel, <laughs> aka Rachel, whatever she's Rachel. going by, she has officially checked out of the facility she was at for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has released an update or somebody released an update. Now they are right. filming. They're filming season 11 right now. She's okay. apparently still in negotiations for to come back. Now, I know that she's not popular and she's the villain. Everybody hates her. Mm-hmm. But I hope she negotiates and gets a good check because now Me Vanderpump too. Rules is an Emmy-nominated show. Never did I think I, I would know. Say. My God, it's very dramatic. Very dramatic. And I cannot believe it. And so now I'm like, Raquel, better step it up and say, you know what? We're Emmy-nominated now. I need it. That's going to bump up my salary right. a little bit. She needs Well, apparently she had like a $200,000 bill at this treatment center that she was in for the last two months. So... <laughs> Uh, that's a lot of coins. So I hope that Bravo or somebody says, okay, we'll pay 10% and you can mm-hmm. handle the rest. Now, a source has, who spe- has spent time with Rachel said she is totally a different person now. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, she said that she wanted to enter treatment before the reunion was filmed, <laughs> but she chose to fulfill her commitment to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it, she's saying that she wants to be called Rachel. She no longer wants to be called Raquel. <laughs> She said she's reclaiming her name and mm-hmm. call me Rachel going forward. Right, because she um, feels people were using it against her. And they were. So now I she's mean, embracing a lot of people... it. Of course we were. We were too. Raquel, oh. now known as Rachel on this program. Now, see, but I'm such an ass that I'm going to call her Raquel on purpose because that's how that's how petty right. I can be sometimes. Do right. I hate her? No, she made a mistake, but I think she's a TV personality that makes me... Uh, keeps me entertained and keeps me shit talking but now that she wants me to call her Rachel I'm gonna call her Raquel <laughs> yeah I mean because <laughs> I'm an ass like that right exactly I, I don't exactly. lack self-awareness honestly though jokes aside if she you know due to her mental health I do wish anybody struggling with mental health all the best I don't take that of course uh, lightly I 
don't know, and Lala has said this, I don't know that being on a reality show is good for your mental health. Um, it's good for Annie, our viewing pleasure, but not that's what necessarily I'm for her mental health. Not So Lala is always remains objective when she can. And so, I mean, usually. And yeah. so, but for her to say that, I'm like, okay, that speaks volumes mm-hmm. to at least saying this might not be good for you. But, yeah. you know, but Lala is always ready to clock in. So let's, yeah. uh, she works. She works for her for money. That. Exactly. Speaking of working for money, uh, that's not a good segue, but I don't know how else to segue into. <laughs> right, little exactly. Miss, little Miss Megan King, who came out of the, the Crips Keep. I don't know. Wh- why was Megan on the show? That's she wasn't cool. promoting anything. I didn't hear her promote anything. I was like, why was Megan there with Gina? They, I don't think they were ever housewives together. Um, So that was a weird pairing. Right. I'm like, okay. It was strange. Megan, Megan's back. I did not recognize. She looked great. Let me say that first. Amazing. But I didn't recognize her at first. I was like, oh, that's Megan. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, She was on there and she pissed off the tree stumps. The tree huggers are <laughs> furious with yes. Megan. Now, if you don't know who Megan is, she was a real housewife of Orange County from back in the day. The mm-hmm. only reason I'm saying if you don't know who she is is because I was listening to Two T's and Teddy and Cynthia Bailey were recapping the episode mm-hmm. or they were recapping and Teddy goes, oh, well, Megan said this. And Cynthia said, who's Megan? Right. I know. I know. Cynthia <laughs> might want to do her homework a little bit more. Before a little recapping. bit better. And what made me laugh is that I told you when we were texting about this, I'm like, I don't think Teresa even knows who um, Megan is. Oh, definitely and, not. But listen, the fans are going to defend their favorite regardless. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um. Andy, being Andy, asked him what he thought of uh, Louie. And so he said that Megan she said, said. He's, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Megan said. Unless she's he him now. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Listen, it's 2023. <laughs> he said he is 100% in the Brooks realm. He is a slimeball narcissist. He's a terrible dude. Even Andy goes, whoa. Okay, so let me just say something about our friend Megan. Also, if you don't know who she is, she um, is the one who outed Brooks, Vicky Gumbelson's boyfriend, for not having cancer. She did like a whole investigation, which I fully respect. Um, she's like, it's like the Scooby-Doo gang with her. Like she, she knows everything that's going on and she's going to pull that mask off. So she had to be honest and she agrees with us. I'm sorry to say, tree hugger, she does. And then, so I said, hmm, wonder if Megan's a Virgo. Let me look this up. And oh I looked God. it up. She's not a Virgo, but she's born September 26th. And Virgo oh, she... goes to like the 22nd. So she's on that cusp. She's got <laughs> she's... some, her moon or sun must be in Virgo too or something. Cause she is a number one investigator. If you have never watched season 10 of the Real Housewives of Orange County during this whole cancer fiasco. Right. Oh my God. When Please she, do. when Megan called these facilities and pretended she was a patient just to see if they offered the treatment that right, right. I was like this girl <laughs> I know amazing amazing work I feel like re-watching it and so um but yeah Megan really knows I I don't wouldn't mind Megan back on the show because they leave and they come oh, back yeah Megan cracked I think she's in St. She, Louis though so yeah and that's why but I was confused as to why she was on the show but listen maybe whoever no they had canceled 
um poor right. Gina. Gina was on with megan nobody knows what the hell gina even said on that episode like no i, I don't re- i don't even remember her saying anything now that i'm like, thinking about it it's like poor Gina. she's just and then Gina gave an interview recently and she said i've been on the show for five years and i'm still at the bottom of the totem pole like i know my place like <laughs> yeah all right well at least she's realistic <laughs> didn't have delusions of grandeur I know. Sorry, Gina. Get a little more delusional. Maybe that'll make you be a little more messy, girl, because we need you. Well, let's take a little break, and then we'll come back and dive right into this week's Orange County episode. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are now going to get into last week's Real Housewives of Orange County, or this week, this week on the 12th. Um, so the episode starts with Gina explaining how she's triggered by Jen's, in quotes, questionable relationship beginnings. So she excuses herself from the group and tries to call Travis her boyfriend. And Heather runs after her and tells her, Travis can't be that guy for you. Heather equally coddles and scolds Gina, making her feel like if Gina calls Travis for every little issue that upsets her, eventually he will become tired of her. And that was like a bit of an ouch moment for me. I agree. I think that Heather and Gina have such a generational gap in their age that yes. Gina or Heather doesn't want to quote like, uh, like, you know, to be too much for her husband. Like she has that like more role of like, I'm the wife, I'm the supportive wife. Well, because that's our, like Heather and I are in the same generation. So that's the way like we think. And I think the younger generation does not think that way. And yeah, I don't, I didn't think it was bad advice. I just not, I'm not sure if it applies. Yeah. Cause me and Gina are in the same generation and I didn't agree with Heather because I'm right. like, oh, well, who else is she supposed to complain to? But I also saw Heather's POV. Like, you don't want to complain to your man about your ex relationship. You Still know feeling I mean? bad so, about being cheated on. Right. Exactly. It was, exactly. it was a little, int- it was, but I, uh, listen, we assume good intent. I think yeah. Heather was coming from a good place. But oh, anyway. for sure. I think she was too. I just don't think they understand her delivery sometimes. Um, so Gina explains that everything that happened between her and her ex, Matt was a bad dream. And she believes that Travis can tolerate all the things that have happened and are happening in her past. Gina claims that she has moved on from all of her struggles, but admits that there are days that trigger her and remind her of what happened. She realizes it's never going to disappear, but Heather reminds her that she is allowed to feel a type of way about the situation, but just leave Travis out of it. Okay, well. We see later that it was actually good to involve him, which we'll get to. Uh, mm-hmm. Later, Tamara believes that things went well with Jen with the two ends. Well, as well as they could go, considering Tamara just told Jen her boyfriend initially wanted to sleep with her. Tamara lets Heather and Shannon know that, by the way, Jen is not the only married woman he fucked in my gym. I mean. Everybody was talking shit about Tamara. And listen. Is she for everybody? No. But did they watch last season and season 15? Like, Hello, the show is watchable again. The show is funny. And yes, these are people's lives. And oh, we're, but honey, if Jen would- Don't go on a reality show. Exactly. If Jen (laughs) would two ends knew she had unfinished business with Tamara before the show started filming. Right. You call up Tamara and say, hey girl, listen. Let's talk about- Please don't mention this. Yeah, I, I don't, I think she's like a newborn baby. She just doesn't understand like- 
And Tamara's doing her job. Not only is Tamara doing her job, but when people are calling her messy and um, contrived, I'm like, yeah. first of all, I'm like, first of all, yes, she's on the clock. But secondly, mm-hmm. I and correct me if I'm wrong, you or anybody listening, mm-hmm. I don't think Tamara initiated all of these conversations. I think she Tamara didn't. is reacting to her surroundings. Yeah. I have no issues telling Tamara, like, oh, Tamara definitely started the shit. But based she knows on what she I'm, did. Like that's what I'm saying. Does. Like, yeah, yeah, she will say it, and she'll say, "I'm my bad." You know, I. Right. That's why, like, to me, it's like people are. I almost went on a. Somebody replied to her on Twitter and was like, "You're such a fake, whatever." And I was just like, "Girl, shut up." But I was like, "Well, what show are you watching?" <laughs> and so, right. But to me, it's like she's been reacting to what she sees, and if her right. experience is that Jen with two ends man said I want to fuck her and he's fucked other guys in her or other not other guys you know where my brain is but she (laughs) other women in her gym like okay well that's just what camera experience is right and she said on the podcast that she really just found out about this like a month before they went to Montana or two weeks something like that like right before they went so it's not like she's known this the whole time and, and she I want to know who told yeah. camera because they knew they were filming. So I'm like, oh, of course, whoever that was pre- deserves like a little, you know, a little muffin basket. Right. Exactly. So anyway, cool Heather Dubrow passes a joint around to the crew and the ladies in their matching PJs plop down and have some dinner. Shannon checks in on Gina to be sure she's not upset with her, but Gina explains it was more the situation that rocked her. The ladies, of course, refused to sleep in those tents. I saw that coming right down I-95, people, okay? And therefore, (laughs) they head back to their luxurious sleeping quarters. And according to the slow-mo videos of the evening, they rage until nearly 5 a.m. The next morning, Jen phones the infamous Ryan. And she is tired of the group digging up bones and lets Ryan know that she had a hard time last night. She's finding it especially difficult to define her friendship with Tamara since, according to Jen, Tamara has purposely been going below the belt. Is Tamara really Jen's friend? And she decides to wait to tell Ryan about what Tamara claims he said about wanting to fuck her, but we can assume there will be lots of denials involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we knew that was coming. So the girls split up and Jen winds up with Tamara and Taylor and things are going less than smoothly since Tamara yells out, I think I just shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) On top of that, Kevin, their tour guide, oh my God, this dude's balls were hanging out the entire river rafting trip. Um, And honestly, we need the uncensored footage so we can see please (laughs) ASAP. And then we were dying when Tamara said, I'm just here for the view. I... was when, yeah. when Taylor Taylor and her confessional was like, I couldn't stop staring at that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, does anybody, I could really go from for some spaghetti and meatballs for lunch. <laughs> I mean, I died. And for me, like I tweeted this out, it reminded me, it gave me deja vu of seeing Vicki Gumbelson in a river raft, like on some oh, other trip they were on. Yes. And she was just praying that she wouldn't die because Vicky always talks about dying, which just makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> and that was just great. Like, it's fun again. Thank you, have, Tamara Judge. Have you ever river rafted? No. Me neither. I won't I, do that. I'll go on a water slide. Like, we were just at Atlantis, and they have this, like, it's like a lazy river, but it's a crazy river. It's, like, all rapids. And that, when I'm controlling my own little tube, like, in a controlled environment, I'm fine. But I did river rafting once. River rafting. It was a very smooth river. 
thank God. Was, thank God. Um, there was nothing crazy like this. And this was before I lost weight. So maybe I'm the one that calmed the river down. But <laughs> <laughs> when I see these women do this, I'm like, good for you, girl, because I'm not about to jump on this big old No, river. I won't do That's it. Why. We went to Colorado and I was like, I'm not doing it. I'll watch. I'm not a team player by any means. I will be the first one to say it. That's why I supported them not sleeping in a freaking tent when there's a hotel or their accommodations are right there. No, yeah, I'm not. No way. Every, no, no way. I'm not no. a team player. Sorry. Y'all can talk shit about me, but I don't care. I know to quote Oprah. I did not work all week to live like I'm homeless on the weekend. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right, with or that. share space with anybody else either. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh my no God. Man. Well, in the meantime, while the girls were uh, staring at balls, Shannon, Gina, and Heather are fly fishing after getting suited up in their waders. <laughs> And it was really like the Three Stooges watching them try to fish because they were all falling over. Nobody caught a single fish. Mm -mm. Um, they go in for their last night. They call for a country chic dinner. The ladies go around the table discussing their highs and lows of the trip, which I love this game because you know somebody's mm -hmm. going somebody's going to yeah. get mad. Shannon said that her high was reconnecting with Tamara. Heather's high was allegedly shoveling shit. She tried Come to on. explain her rationale. Uh, <laughs> It fell flat, completely flat. I would yeah. never, I guess she was trying to say, it gave me a perspective of the hardworking people of this country. I don't know if Heather even needs a shit shoveler in her payroll. So that's why I'm like, what exactly are you appreciating? Mm -hmm. Like, let's yeah. just say, right. I don't know. And then she said Heather's low was, oh, this was interesting. She said her left, her low was feeling left out because Tamara is becoming close with Shannon again. And I'm like, uh, you fought with Taylor and you told her fuck you the night before. So maybe right. that should be a low. So do you think Heather was excluded or was she being sensitive? So I think she was being sensitive. Um, and Heather, I love you. If you ever listen to this, I really do. But I don't, I mean, those, that's how she felt. So like, I can't discount how she felt about it because we've all felt left out like that. But when they showed the flashbacks of her sitting on the bed five minutes previously, talking to them and whatever, where was she actually feeling left out? Yeah, for sure. And so Tamara believed that Heather's just jealous and Shannon feels like Heather sees competition yeah. with her and she always has. Shannon does let Heather know that she's angry about Heather's alleged low point because after what she and went through with taylor why not say that's the low point but heather's right. rebuttal is that she didn't want to go back there with taylor shannon who i love on the show and we need somebody to take everything personal takes yes. everything personal and she's offended <laughs> because it feels like heather is trying to drive a wedge between them heather does admit that this is a heather issue it's not their issue she said that right. she has two separate relationships with tamra and shannon and she just worries where she'll fit in right now because it rekindled their friendship does feel a little bit like a personal thing for Heather. Like she feels left out. Um, I get and, it. I have felt that way. So I get it. I'm not sure it was rational when I felt that way either though. <laughs> so I hate the feeling left out. I've been feeling like not been, but I have felt left out like that. And you feel no matter how old we are, because even us at our big ass age, when you feel left out, it's like, it hurts your feelings and it just yes. makes you feel like, wow, why am I not good enough? And it makes right. you reflect like, did I, am I not good enough for you? Like, and right. it also and depends. Nuts. Yeah. Yes. It also depends who's making you feel left out. Cause some people True. can make me feel left out all day. Like if yeah. you don't invite good. me, please don't invite me. I, I beg of you. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I do struggle with like, well, why do I care so much if I'm not included? Like you see people hanging out and you're like, oh, well, where's my invite? And right. I hate say that but I'm a hypocrite but I don't care me too anyway. I know me too although <laughs> the older I get the less I give a shit but 
Uh, yeah. We're, I mean, if it was human. my best friends all hanging out and they didn't invite me and they like started posting photos or something, I'd be like, you fucking kidding me? Like we're human. And I listen, I just actually told one of my friends this week, I do have a skewed sense of loyalty. I'm not perfect. I've told my therapist. Um, but I don't like my biggest pet peeve is when somebody like says to me, like, mm-hmm. hey, we should do A, B, and C. And you're like, oh great, let's do it. And then they go without you. And yeah. then they have the audacity to post it on social media I without know. you. Or tell you. Like, or tell yeah. you, hey, never mind. I'm gonna go right. without you or something. It's all about communication. So I totally right. relate to Heather. Where they say like, oh, let's make plans with so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah, let's make plans with them. We haven't seen them in a while. And then you, then they're like, oh, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, oh, we're going out with so-and-so and don't invite you. That's I, fucking weird. I've had that happen to me. And I was like, <laughs> you fucking kidding me? That's so rude. It's like, come on, let's yeah. get together here. Now Dude. we're sounding like Heather. Yeah. Kidding. Yeah, let's. We've gone off on a tangent, people. I said, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Twice, so that's yeah. This is the power okay. of Jabro. Anyway, yes. Taylor's go. To, Taylor's next for her highs and lows, and she apologizes to Jabro about the movie business. Heather just says, "Listen, just come to me directly next time." And it all seems to be under water under the bridge. But I wanted them to keep fighting about IMDb. But I know. listen, we all can't get. We, I'm like, how much more can we get out of this? Yeah. Um, no. Jen Jen with two N says that her high is meeting a new group of women. But she states that her low is being a trigger for Jeaner. Jeaner becomes emotional, talking about how she didn't have a lot of time to process her breakup with her ex. Shannon rightfully worries about Gina. And Heather says she's not too sure how much longer Travis will put up with Gina. And Gina wonders if Heather is really her true friend after making those comments. Poor choice of words from Debro to say the words put up. Yeah. Um, but bad again, delivery. Bad delivery. I think I, it comes from a good place, but it wasn't I, the right thing to say. It felt a little cringy for Heather to say, put up mm-hmm. with you, because it's like, wow, like that's hurtful to tell anybody that that's your mean. partner is yeah. putting up with you. It's right. Like, like, oh shit. Right. And Heather could see that Jeaner was already sensitive. And so maybe just let the girl have her sad yeah. moment. And then when she's down from the emotional, then talk to her. But otherwise, we wouldn't have a show. So let's move on. <laughs> exactly. So they return to Orange County and uh, we go hiking with Eddie and Tamara. And Eddie is happy to report that all the cut fitness stuff is behind them. And he's very much looking forward to having a Vena CBD office so that he has a place to work. Tamara tells Eddie how great she got along with Shannon. And she explains that Jen was in a hot seat a lot. She goes on to tell Eddie what Ryan said about wanting to fuck her. And to that, Eddie explains that one of Ryan's own friends told Eddie to keep an eye on Tamara since Ryan likes to go after married women. Tamara and Eddie cannot understand why Jem would still want to be with Ryan, especially after he cheated on her. I mean, I, I can't either. And like, she left her marriage for this. I still don't buy that she left her marriage without having anything physical with this person. I think it's a load of crap. Sorry. Mm. I don't, My favorite, I mean, to see yeah. Eddie judge gossip like that, I was so proud of Eddie. I was like, I oh, know. contribute. He's it, yes. Contribute. He, I know, he's definitely contributing. So That was some good tea. And I don't see, I've known, this is how psychotic I sound, but we met Eddie in season six. I've never seen him to be messy. I've never seen him to mm-hmm. be like, like, no. like none of that. So no. I believe Eddie when he said that, so... Well, and then in the beginning of the season, also, he gave us his opinion on Shannon. Remember, there was like some stuff then that he said, too, which was messy. So I I appreciate you, Eddie, for contributing. So 
Anyway, we see Emily taking her daughter Annabelle to her little modeling gig, and she would love her to be the new Gigi, but admits that because of genetics, thank you, short chain, and nothing against short people. Most people I love are short. Annabelle thinks, or Emily thinks that she may not hit supermodel status because of her height requirement for it. Uh, Jen makes her way over to Ryan's house, and she's still bursting at the seams to fill him in on what occurred in Montana. She lets Ryan know that the comment Tamara claims um, Ryan made, and Ryan definitely needs to work on his poker face. I mean, mm. okay, so I was watching with Darren at this point. He was watching with me the other night. He goes, oh, my God, he's lying. Like, that was the first thing out of his mouth. I'm like, I know. Like a liar face, liar face. He laughs his entire way through the unbelievable statement and even offers to talk to Eddie to clarify this statement is untrue. Well, we know that Eddie already knows that it probably wasn't untrue based on what his friend told him and based on Ryan, you know, going after married women. What a Mm. scumbag. That that's just a bad thing to do. I feel like he's preying on women that he thinks are weak, you know, or in a marriage where they're not getting a lot of attention and he's willing to give it to them. So exactly, especially when there's an endless pool of gay, thirsty men like me. Hello, we are not (laughs) married. We are ready to do the most. Come on, bro. Get it together. (laughs) Oh, boy. So regarding Ryan's dick pic that Tamara brought up, Ryan claims that he made a mistake and simply wanted to send it to Jen. And he states that jealousy is a bitch. Give me a motherfucking break. I don't understand the jealousy uh, angle in terms of Tamara's reaction of yeah. what? Jealous of what? Of what? A dick Your pic? ugly leather yeah. cock. <laughs> right, exactly. Your ugly leather cock. Like, ugly. I don't right. understand the jealousy is a bitch comment because I'm like, how is Tamara jealous right now? Of who? Of what? Yeah, I and just don't understand what? of what. Yeah. So Ryan doesn't even want to entertain people making up stuff about their relationship, but they're both hurt and annoyed by Tamara, who they thought was their friend. So then we get a scene with Gina and Travis, and she explains to him that she hasn't recovered from Montana and discusses how upset she is with Heather, and she feels like their friendship is all turned around. Things have been weird with Heather lately, according to Gina, and even though Gina has tried to put more effort into their friendship, things got awkward to say the least. Mm. So Heather made Gina feel like she couldn't talk to Travis about her issues, and Gina is confused. She can't understand why Heather did not call her to check in on her, especially after Heather told very upset Gina that she couldn't call her number one guy. Who is Gina supposed to vent to then, honestly? And Travis lets Gina know that it's okay for her to lean on him since he is her person. It was really cute. Yeah. I really like Travis. Um, Gina cries and worries if everything will stay good with Travis. And she explains how she lives, feeling like the bottom is going to go out since her relationship with Travis is so good. Gina can't decipher how and why Heather would claim Gina is being a bad friend when, in Gina's opinion, Heather is the one dropping the ball on their friendship. I'm sorry, but wasn't it's true. Wasn't Gina the one who ghosted Heather before they started filming? She can't have it both ways. That's what I took away from this conversation. First of all, in my non-professional opinion, Gina has never healed from her divorce and her marriage, and she is holding on to the the horrible things she went through. There was a comment she made in a confessional where she was upset that she was at church because she married her ex-husband in a church. I'm like, girl, that's a little broad. That's very concerning, first of all. And 
the I'm like, oh my God, like it's like me saying, Oh, I can't go to like that restaurant because they have food there and I used to <laughs> right. eat food I ate with food. <laughs> my ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, whoever. Yes. And we are being facetious in that regard. But girl, that's a lot. Like you need to get a grief journal and write yeah. down your feelings, stop carrying them alone. But when it comes to the whole Gina says Heather is a bad friend, I'm like, girl, you're the one who didn't invite her. You weren't including her. hundred um, percent. Yeah. So, but now Heather is being a friend to you. You don't like what Heather is saying. So all of a sudden now she's not a good friend. Now she's a bad friend. Now, listen, Heather's delivery is a little rough, but I do think it's coming from, you know, a good place. Um, but Gina doesn't, she doesn't want like somebody else's honesty about how she I feels. Think, yeah. I think Heather is, um, she is coming from a good place, but if Heather, if she doesn't like what Heather has to say, then it's like Dr. Jackie said on married to medicine. If you don't want your business out there, don't talk about your business to people that you don't want your business to. Know. Right. <laughs> so she's like, people get mad. People talk about their business and they get mad when other people talk about the business. When other people so, talk about it. But Hey, I mean, everybody's going to have an opinion. Exactly. And also Heather Dubrow is a Capricorn. Capricorns don't, don't sugarcoat. Oh, they're going to yeah. tell you exactly what they're going to feel. And at the and end of the day, sometimes not in the nicest way. Exactly. But because Gina hasn't healed from all her issues with related and rightfully so, it's going to take her a while. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, so what exactly do you want? What is the expectation Gina has with Heather? If she tells if you're venting, are you venting just so she can nod and smile? Are you right. venting because you want her to tell you you're right? Right. But it's like you're borderline obsessed with your ex relationship. I mean, that's how it comes off. No shame. It really does. It's like everything reminds you of your ex and it's, it's very concerning. And then that's why I could see why Heather would be like, Hey, you're going to annoy your current man by always yeah. talking about your ex man. Like, however, right. like that part I understand. And I agree with that because it, think about it. If your husband was constantly talking to you about how hurt he was by his ex-wife or whoever going out and cheating, like I would feel that way too. I'd be like, why are you still so obsessed with this? Like, like how do you plan on therapy? Yeah. My, uh, my follow-ups like, okay, so what are we doing about this? What is the resolution yeah. here? How do you heal from all right. this? Because right. at this point you're just letting it faster. You're carrying it. Um, and then what I don't like is that she's helping him like expunge or the ex Gina's helping the ex like, expunge the record and to, i mean listen maybe she, she said she's doing it for her kids but it's very like controlling i know it's like that like, what is that like stockholm syndrome yes very <laughs> stockholm syndrome and it's uh it's upsetting but ultimately jeaner is. is a grown woman and she will do what she needs to do you know what i'm saying she will and we'll just see what happens i guess i guess did you and that was orange county for this week yes um did you see the mid-season trailer for Atlanta? I know we ha we're not covering Atlanta, but did I you did see the mid-season trailer. I did watch last week, and I'm I think I'm gonna start back watching again. I don't know if we'll recap here. It depends on how it is, but I'll definitely start watching again. I was yeah, planning I on mean, watching at some point. I've been watching too, but so far, like I've said in the past, I don't. Nothing's really happening. That's like mm -mm. that's there's something off it with the chemistry. There's something very off with the chemistry and there's something off with just the edit. They're not doing group scenes. I don't know. We need to talk. We need a conference call. Put somebody on the phone. No, I... it's true. And like I was just listening to two T's the other day and like Tamara was saying, the reason our show works is because every scene for the most part 
is a group scene. I mean, would they have the little ones, you know, whatever, but then every big scene is a group scene. Yeah. And these, these shows, whether people recognize it or not is, um, thrives when it's a group scene like that's why yes. Potomac works so much and Salt Lake City works so much because they do a lot of cast scenes and they we you know we want to see them interact and I, right. I think Tamara made the joke on her podcast she's like people don't care about your personal life people do not mm-hmm. care about your personal stories they don't care about mm-hmm. your business like they mm-hmm. just want to see us together and interact yeah right and that's really why we watch and that's the evolution of these shows and so hopefully next season I don't know if Atlanta needs a complete reboot with all new women. I don't think it's there yet. No. But um, hopefully going forward, there's more group scenes. There's more interaction between them. I don't know, because it just seems so off and it just feels so yeah. disappointed and the editing is well, off. Well, that reunion scene was kind of stupid of the old ones together, like Sheree Oh, yeah, and I Kim forgot and that even. See, I forgot to have the Sean, like, yeah. I, don't, I barely I... remember Deshaun. I mean, I do, but like... I remember her too, but I shouldn't do much. Just just like season one, she didn't say anything much on this uh, reunion. <laughs> and so true. But it was definitely all, what this OG scene of Atlanta showed me is how much um, Nini's impact was on the early years because Nini and Kim definitely chemi- Nini and Kim's chemistry season one through like five was top notch and their, yeah, even yeah. their arguments were good and stuff, but seeing these four without a huge personality mm-hmm. to care to like produce and carry was very indicative of yeah. why Nini was so vital for the show's early years. Right. And so that's really what this OG scene did. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, thanks well, for reminding us why Nini was needed. <laughs> right. Do we think Kim should come back? I only would like Kim to come back. And this is my fan POV. Um, mm-hmm. If she's willing to film with the group. Right. Um, if she's not willing to film with the group or no go interest. on cast trips yeah. or if she wants to just come in and talk shit with Sheree, that's to me, that's boring. It's like, yeah. I need you to go there and film with the group right. and be be around them, because to me, that's where she thrives more or where the show is interesting. Right. It makes, right. It, it, makes it, it more it, interesting. Right. I don't. Sorry. I don't give a shit about seeing Croy and her thousand children. I just don't like I want it's her to. Not, that was what <laughs> don't be tardy for the party was. And that was fine but and that's the thing it's like kim was last on season 10 and even then she was barely in cast scenes or group scenes right. she was bare like she just doesn't want to do it i don't think so yeah. unless she's back in that way in that capacity where she's like because towards the end of her initial run see i'm a historical uh, bravo <laughs> fan but season four and five she like like she left season five but season four she stopped doing a lot of group stuff she didn't yeah. go on the cast trip she was like over it and so yeah, that's well, no good. Yeah, so that's why we need a housewife that's willing to just jump head on and do yeah. the cast scenes and do the. So if she does come back in any capacity, just group scenes are great. But right. if she's just going to come back with Sheree and sit in a kitchen and talk shit where nobody can mm-hmm. confront her or call her out, don't and care. Yeah. I don't care about that. Like, I don't need that. So I feel like we do, since we were on vacation, have to talk about uh, Mauricio and Kyle for a second. Oh, I don't know. We're going to talk there. about that. Just for a minute, because I've been I'm very about unhappy it. about it. Me yeah, too. I'm real unhappy. And, you know, they came out with a statement after, as everybody knows, that said they're not getting divorced, but they didn't deny the separation. And then somebody asked Andy on the air the other day if the cameras were going back up. And he gave a very diplomatic, secretive kind of like, 
trying not to talk about it answer i forgot what it was but then we found out right after that that the cameras went back up for sure so he said, I, he said that he thinks that it will be included in some type of yes, way yes i did you know garcelle said that sutton and her were suspicious when she was on mm -hmm. watch what happens live earlier this week yes um andy asked if she's spoken to kyle since the news broke and garcelle asked kyle if she was okay kyle said mm -hmm. she's hanging in there i was in denial I'm just going to be flat out honest and say I did not believe that anything was actually wrong. I thought that people were amplifying this because so many mm -hmm. people hate Kyle. A lot of people don't like Kyle. And so um, they were just like, something's wrong in her marriage and blah, 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 blah. And it's horrible. And blah. And then what I didn't like is when people were like celebrating uh, the psychic that predicted this 13 seasons ago or whatever. And they were like, I mean, oh, justice for Allison and blah, blah. And I'm just oh, like, please. Allison I'm like, is a weirdo. Exactly. And so, although I do I mean, enjoy the show Medium, <laughs> two things can't be true. You can be a weirdo and have an interesting story. Right. Um, but I just genuinely like Kyle, like from Me my too. our interactions in person. Like, yep. I've met her and she's lovely and she's funny. I like, yeah. I like her on the show. And so, when I heard that they, when they confirmed their separation, mm -hmm. you could have sworn somebody broke up with me because I texted all my friends, like, please respect I my know. privacy during this difficult time. <laughs> I, I didn't even want to, I didn't even ask you on purpose. I'm like, oh, I don't know if we want to talk about this on the show because it's so. Yeah, I thought we had to, but we'll leave it at that, I guess. And then we'll see what happens during the season. But I hope that they're able to work things I, out if they want to. If they don't want to be married anymore, then that's okay too. For sure. They almost, they had almost 30 years be. together. Yeah. I am rooting for them. And yeah, I will say I, and I don't care. I've told my friends, I don't believe anything happened with Kyle and the, uh, that person that they were saying something happened. Morgan and, Wade. Yeah. Morgan yeah. Wade. I forgot her name. Um, but to me, it's like, okay, I don't believe it, but people were sending me stuff. Like I'm Kyle's uh, cousin or something. So like, I'm <laughs> I like, know me oh too. God, Although like, I was doing my own investigating and I came up with a lot of this a long time ago. I never you posted sure a TikTok. Did. But you remember, I'm like, there's something going on. She's not posting. He posted for Valentine's Day. She didn't even like it. So my theory was, I thought maybe he cheated on her and she found out and so wasn't like talking to him and was angry and upset. And I didn't know what was going on, but I never thought it would, was her. But then I saw these other things. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I I, we still don't know what happened, but what I do, what I will say is that when Kathy and Kyle reconciled, that's when I started to believe something was going on between mm -hmm. Kyle and Mauricio because yep. Kat, you know, Kyle's been honest about her uh, complicated relationship with her sister because of her husband and stuff. And so yes. when that happened, I remember telling you like, oh my God, maybe something did happen between Kyle and Mauricio because now Kathy's back in Kyle's life and it's, right. it was very... I was bummed. I'm still bummed. And I hope that they work together, work it out. And Me I don't, too. I don't hate anybody on these shows. I know I talk shit about them. Even the I housewives, I, yeah. even the housewives we don't like, I don't wish anybody ill will like that. No. Like these, at the end of the day, these are people's lives and whatever they go through is real allegedly. So of course, um, <laughs> I don't like if somebody I don't like on the show gets divorced, I'm not going to be like, like no, yeah. I don't celebrate but that unless I hate the husband. Yeah, like, but listen, then it's men, like, oh, thank God they got away from him. 
to quote Ariana, men are shit and we don't like men. And I have never known a relationship dissolve between a man and a woman where I think, man, that's her loss. <laughs> I know. I know. That's so true. That is so true. I am sorry, but that's anytime I hear a couple break up, I don't feel bad for the man. I'm just like, listen, good for you, girl. You deserve better. <laughs> right. But anyway, exactly. I do wish Kyle and Mauricio all the best. He just yes. posted his own thirst trap. Oh, the thirst I was, trap. <laughs> I was very appreciative. I said that last night at dinner. I'm like, my God. <laughs> I listen, he looked good in both pictures, but I was just like, okay, Mauricio, let's mm-hmm. let's uh, let's you talk about the thirst you. trap. Let's talk about the husband. Um, but anyway, yeah. So let's see what comes up next season. I am, as a fan, I'm grateful that they're refilming uh, the. Oh, yes. But I do, it's going to be hard for me because I might cry. Me I'm too. <laughs> I know. It's going to be hard though. I really like them together. So. Oh, oh. Also, before we wrap up, BravoCon tickets go on sale oh, yes. July 21st, y'all. Not sponsored. Let me be very no. clear. We just want everybody to go have their yes, experience. Yes, we want to see you. Go to Vegas. Even if you're, if you saw the prices and you thought, I'm not going to do that, do you? But it's still Las Vegas. And you will right. see them roaming around. Oh, listen. yeah. Just hang out the with Caesars we, for like two minutes. We The way we would have run into them uh, in New York last year was insane. But um, I'm excited. I'm going to put my alarm on and buy my tickets. And we're going to haul ass. Yeah. And, we're we're planning our strategy for RoboCon. We are Absolutely. trying to run into people and talk to them really quickly, and we'll share all the updates. And I love when people uh, DM me and tweet me questions about their first RoboCon, like what you yeah. do, what not to do. We'll be very honest with you. So yeah, they do go on sale. I'm excited, and it's going to be such a blast. I'm so excited. Me too. And-, and I was actually pleasantly surprised at the prices. I was too. And listen, yeah. Is it a lot of money? Yes. I'm not downplaying mm-hmm. the fact that not mm-hmm. everybody can afford it. Of, it's not, exactly. It's not, I'm not trying not, to be like that. Yeah. It's not for everybody. And, but based, this is our third Bravo con and mm-hmm. these prices are aligned with what we've seen every year. First mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. um, I don't, if you want to tweet me just to tell me that I'm stupid and crazy for spending money like this, yeah, fine. I saw that. If you like to call me stupid with what I do with my money, fine. Um, but let's let's compare pockets then. Let's see what you do with your money. Like let's right. make it a fair game. Like we're not you asking pay- you to pay for us. Exactly. At what point did I invoice yo ass to be like, hey, pay Thank for you. my VIP? Like right. exactly. Um, because some people did go out of their way to tell me that I'm stupid and that I, uh, I- <laughs> they can fuck right off. I don't even, I am so good at not replying to trolls. It's like not even funny because I'm just I like. I don't need more either. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, what's the point? There is yeah. no point to this, Yolanda. But a lot of people were like, oh. <laughs> but if they told me I was stupid, I would check their profile first to see. I'm like, okay, who are you? Do I want to go yeah. on you? And so I did snark one person back like, listen, we are who we are. And right. what it is. And again, if you don't want to go, don't go. But listen, I know, I know one thing you're going to be watching my lives and you're going to be following along wishing you were there. Yeah. While you're sitting there judging me, I will be giving you content because we are generous people. Right. Of course. (laughs) Please. We're going to try and get sound bites for you guys. Lots of things. Absolutely. Well, Leslie, I say it every week, but I love talking to you. What a great I love talking to you. And before we go, sorry, I keep uh, forgetting to uh, bring this up. Tamara Judge shared us oh, yeah. on her Instagram story and on her Twitter. And We're followed us. And followed us. We're talking over 2 million people mm-hmm. that she shared this with. Oh my God. 
never did I think we've never asked people to post for us no. like, uh, that we talk about. We don't reach right. out to reality stars. <laughs> right, right. Say, no, hey, no, no. We are just two super fans who have fun talking about this crap. And the fact that now housewives are like seeing uh-huh. it. And I know. We're so appreciative. You have no idea. This is I a big deal Les- for us. I text Leslie like, oh my God, this is jarring. It's so weird. And so yeah. I don't know if Tamara ever listens. Um, that will not change my opinions because at all yeah Tamara can take it if Tamara does do something that I never agree with or any housewife I'm gonna say it like it is what it is but um yeah but that was just the highlight of our week off was that I got the notification saying Tamara tagged you in her story and I was like excuse I know I know (laughs) and then I looked and I'm like oh my god she's following me too okay Uh, what a fu- uh, she know now I'm like fuck I'm like insecure like when I post a story and it says Tamara viewed it I'm like oh my god this is so I know me too I'm like oh my god Tamara might be viewing this story uh but I always say I can't think about who listens or watches I'm just gonna do you and do me and that's it so exactly exactly so this has been another amazing allegedly episode of East and West with Depends Mario and myself Les We'll be back next week. We are being fed. We're going to recap the new premiere episode of New York. So excited. And Orange County. So we We are. We'll be back next week, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.